0: Have you ever wanted to play in a campaign similar to the Knocked Prone Dead season where you are in a realm filled with spirits? If yes, then I have the perfect product for you. Explore the realm beyond the veil with The Book of Spirits, an ethereal 5e supplement on Kickstarter now. This supplement is inspired by legendary titles like Dragon Age and Stormlight Archive. The Book of Spirits is a source book that expands your world with a new realm of magic. With over 50 spirit creatures, seven brand new subclasses, an entirely new class, and tons of encounters and resources for you to run a game in the spirit realm. Follow the link in the episode description where you can find this 200 plus page book with illustrated encounter maps, incredibly detailed miniatures, and an entire original soundtrack to immerse your players in this mystical adventure. Back the Book of Spirits today on Kickstarter. Hello, and welcome to Knocked Prone, a podcast of high crits, small fits, and varying wits. My name is Cade, and I am the host and dungeon master of this Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition adventure. And I am joined here by the players to my left. Mason, playing Lakir.
1: Brooklyn, playing Litzy,
0: Danny, playing Tess. c c -c caden playing Blink.
1: Oh,
0: (laughs) Ice cold. (laughs) (laughs) All right, awesome. So as we last left our players... They had a conversation with Litzy's father. Uh, things kind of went down, and they just dropped him off to where the Wild was supposed to be, but was not. And he just started walking, and that's kind of where we left off. Um, you guys are about, like, like 100 yards away from Great Grimbopolis's epicenter, I guess. Uh, what's everyone's passive perception? 11. 10. 13. Uh, 10. Nice. You all kind of notice, um, it, it's faint, but you notice a uh, commotion going on right below Great Grumbopolis, just 100 feet away from, or 100 yards away from you guys. Like underneath the shadow of it, or like. Yeah, well,
2: underneath. Um, so it, it's. Because the sun goes through a little yes, bit. A little
0: but. bit. So.
2: Okay. Does it look like. Is there anything that looks like they descended from Great Grumbopolis? Like, is there a r- rope, or is uh, there... Make me
0: a perception check. Okay. Oh, not too bad. Uh, 11 plus 1. 12. Nice. Okay. As you are trying to pick out these exact uh, details, you do see a rope, and you see uh, a, a bunch of people climbing down a rope from Greg Grambopolis.
2: seems there's an exodus. Do we engage, or... Leave.
0: Um, I think we should at least view for a while. Just spy a little bit. See if we can get more information.
2: There, is there any cover nearby? Yeah. Uh, trees. I'll just start running. Well, not running, but I'll try to stealthily make my way over to where I have a.
0: Yeah, I want to get like as close as I can while still getting good cover. <clears> okay. <throat> yeah stealth check stealth check yeah everyone, everyone roll me some stealth
2: 17 plus 3 for 20 11 i got 17
0: 19 nice okay so everyone is right. is very hidden except for um Litzy. <laughs> you picked you picked a, a two like a ver- it's like a baby tree and i got you, too close. <laughs> yeah, you you stick out on both ends of the tree because it's just like this stick sticking out of the ground. Um, but you think you're hidden, so <laughs> you got your eyes covered Wait and everything. A they can't see me. Can I've I... been.
3: I just took this. I cast pass
2: without a trace. Oh yeah, that's really good. That's plus ten As to well. Five creatures. Yep. Any any creature within trace, I think a ten. It's done. Yeah. Of you. Um, can I? I want to know. Does Find Familiar make a sound when I cast it?
0: Uh Well, s- seeing that you snap your fingers, I'd say that, like, other than the finger snap to, to so call I can do Phoenix, kind of, like, a, just a silent Like one a silent finger snap? Okay, yeah. I'll
2: do that and try it. like... Since Litzy got closer, I'll have him go up to Litzy at least um and see how close he can get until, like, see if he can hear anything.
0: So Tess just, like, sees me. <laughs> yeah, I see you fumbling. See me I'm like, like, not covered, and you're like... Mm. Yeah. task us that trace. Nice. Yeah. So everyone is now ultra stealthy. Um, and yes. Uh, so uh, Phoenix, your familiar Lickier, starts approaching the group. And you said you wanted to get as close as Litsy? At, at least. If I can okay. get him closer yeah. without them noticing, I will. But considering he's a fox, I'd say, yeah. So okay. um, if you want to roll a perception check through Phoenix's eyes, I don't know if that's what you're doing. Yeah.
2: Um, I'm just trying. I'm. Deaf and blind and right. holding on to... If anyone's nearby me, I'm, like, keeping my anchor there. If not, I'm holding on to, like, the tree that I'm Kay. behind so I don't fall over. Um. Oh, perfect. A two plus whatever a fox's perception is, which is, like, probably plus one or zero. So, nice.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, Phoenix goes into a bush, but, like, sits too far into the bush and thinks that, like, he's making stuff out, but it's not really... Very fair. Yeah. But yeah, um, as these people are climbing down the rope, uh, they all start like huddling together and talking to each other. And they, based off of all your passive perceptions, they don't really seem hostile. They kind of seem more concerned. Is there any other parties? Does it seem
3: like there's any other group that isn't from Great Populist that might be? No, it's just
0: people who are climbing down the rope. Like, okay. it's, but it's it's a it's like a large number. Like, like near a hundred people are climbing down this rope. All right, I
3: guess this might be too much to answer. Is there like, can we make out specific individuals that we know by any chance?
0: Roll me a perception. Twenty two. Yes. Um, you recognize the familiar face of Dot the Grand Wizard. Oh boy, it it might be the wizards. At this
2: point, I will. Seeing that I can get nothing from Phoenix, I would probably have snapped out.
0: Right, of course. It's
2: who did you say? It seems to be the wizards. Dot? Yes. I wonder She didn't recognize me the last time. I'm going to try something. Are you alright? Yeah. Back me up if I need it. And I'll kind of just completely on stealth and just like walk forward and just be a...
0: Hello! Nice to see you all! How's it going? I run up I run up with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. I'm, like, I'm just like beaming, ready, okay. ready to meet everyone. Yeah, so as soon as, as soon as Lakir like jumps out and says hello, like a bunch of the wizards like go at the ready, but then they see uh Litzy, Tess, and Blink and they are calmed and because um, they, they notice or they recognize A few of you, at least. And, uh, (laughs) and so, uh, they're like, oh, uh, Dot walks forward and is like, oh, Tess, Blink, Litzy, I, I didn't expect you to be out here. I thought, well, um, we all thought, I guess, that you were dead. And, uh, who's your friend here? The name is Aramond. Nice to meet you. I laugh. Just, just <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Aramond, a, p- a pleasure. Well, I, I wish it was... I could say it was nice to see you out here, but um, I wish this was under better circumstances. Um, Do you mind catching us up? Oh, right, right, right. Well, <sighs> Amalek, the, uh, the leader of the um, historians, well, he's been doing some... Uh, suspicious activities with the historians and uh, um i don 't know if you 've heard anything about the city. Uh, how could you I guess but um production of honey has stopped and they're producing this this stuff and it it looks like uh, well it's purple and it's um instead of honey they the bees are corrupted and well everyone seems to be under this spell but but i I was smart. I saw the spell. And so I uh, I whipped up a, a magical shield around the, the wizard's tower and I instructed that no one was to leave. Um, but, well, Amalek caught wise of that. Um, we probably had an insider. Uh, as you can see, a few of us are not with us. Uh, some of us, or some of the wizards chose to stay behind. But after Amalek found that we were on to his plan, then we were putting up this barrier against his well voodoo magic and he well he kicked us out before it got out of hand he took all of our books the last of our books and added it to his personal stash and well i had to cast many spells um to get out alive with all of my compatriots here and um now here we are
3: Looking up, does it look like they came from a rope descending out of a pool of water?
0: No. So, this is the. This is. uh, It is another rope that was tied below the Rangers. And as the last of the wizards are out, they. Like, somebody tugs it and it falls down.
2: While, like, all this is happening, just out of curiosity, does it look like anyone recognizes me or is everyone kind of looking at me with a bit of. Like curiosity as to like you know like when you meet someone for the first time you kind of assess them is yeah is everyone kind of doing that or is it more of a like does anyone seem to recognize me
0: uh generally yeah everyone is really kind of looking at you like squinting their eyes and not really okay. not really what sure because like nobody knows about people outside of great grambopolis um except for the select few so a lot of the people in the group are just looking at you like unsure of what your intentions might be. Okay. So,
2: I apologize. I'm a bit unfamiliar with the situation. This Amalek, he's planning something? Sounds nefarious.
0: Well, it seems that all the auras have um, taken a turn for the worst. Crimson Guard have formed a somewhat of a militarized coalition that is making sure that people are following the laws that... Um, uh amalek is putting in place and the druids are working with the purple goop and they're making these gigantic animals that well keep the people of great Grumbopolis fed the heel bots have been programmed or reprogrammed rather that um they go on patrols with the with the crimson guard and um they seem to be more militarized they have harmful capabilities at the moment and um Bards have been making weapons of war for uh, the Crimson Guard. I don't really know what happened to the rangers, but I know that their old leader has been imprisoned. I think she killed them. We still have the kids with us, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah, I assume we left them and the robots a
2: little bit back.
0: Tucked away, yeah.
2: Well, um, perhaps we can give you some good news for a change. We did find some surviving children we believe to be from the city. Perhaps they're the rangers
0: you're seeking? Ah, um, are, what color is their clothes?
2: They're right over there.
0: Oh, green. So they are.
2: They seem to have something wrong with them. Uh, perhaps... That the purple goop you've talked about, right? Have
3: any people seemed to be affected by it?
0: Oh, uh, very much so. The wizards have been... Well, we've been having our own food supply, but um, the druids are feeding that purple goop to the animals, and then the people are eating the animals, and, well, I don't know if that's what is causing it, but a a purple tint has taken over the majority of Grumbopolis.
3: Yeah, the same seems to have happened to these kids.
0: Do you guys know of any way to help someone affected by it? Oh, um, she cracks her her knuckles and she's like, nothing that a grand wizard can't take care of. Um, If you bring him forward, I'll try my best.
3: I go get all the kids. Yeah, I was about to say, you're the one with the animal (laughs) handling skill.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I do know that that spell can be rather costly. Um, Since we are rather newly acquainted, perhaps we can get off on the right foot and I'll reach into my bag and give her, um, I know just from metagaming that it requires a hundred gold diamond to cast, so I will um, hand out my diamonds, jewels that I have and give some of them to her. Uh,
0: just goodwill. Oh, well, thank you. She furrows her eyebrows a bit um, as the the one kid approaches that you bring up to her, and she's like, this is the same thing that's um, that seems to be happening to the uh, people in Grimbopolis, but... Well, had I known how to cure it, I guess I would have done so already. I can treat them temporarily. and she casts lesser restoration on one of them and uh, he looks up at her and is like, what what happened? And like they have like a little you know heartfelt conversation for a second until eventually he brings um, the Ascension up and then his eyes glaze over purple again. but she turns to- back to the group. And looks at the the four of you and's like, "I don't know if I can offer any permanent solutions, but we have enough wizards here to cast this spell on them multiple times a day and um maybe try and uh, get their them back to their regular selves. I don't know what you think about that
2: blink, you were the one who originally helped these kids. Do you think that that would be effective um
1: when I tried." It was only temporary. It didn't fully help them. So, really, your guess is as good as mine as to what's actually going to fix these kids.
2: Well, uh, I don't know about the rest of you. Um, We were previously thinking about heading east. Uh, There's been some rumor of survivors that direction. If you'd like to accompany us, I don't think anyone would mind.
0: I think that's a great idea. We could definitely use a larger team. We're not really sure what we're up against out here. Oh, um, I might have misled you. We have young here. Um, we have families. I couldn't see fit leaving. I, I think we'll probably make camp here. I, I, I don't want to... I've heard stories of, of what's out there. I don't... I I could handle myself, but I've got a people to look after. Though, I've... It's just a children's story. But there was rumor of a of a wizard who lived who knew how to break these curses. If you know of anywhere that has other civilizations, that might be the place to go look for him. Do you happen to know any other details about this wizard that we'd be able to identify him with? Oh, right, right, right. Well, um, uh, the problem uh, I believe the wizard lived in the Feywild, but the problem with the Feywild is that the time is... Well, it's a little... According to my studies, it's a little odd. And, um... Though there there are these things called time anchors that'll... Oh, right! Time anchors! Um, so I don't have a time anchor. So I can't help you get get into the Feywild. I don't even know how I would even if I could. Nobody knows. But, um... I have a makeshift time anchor that will help a small creature, um, a tiny creature, in fact, and, um, well, it won't last but a week, but and she holds her hand out to Tess, and in her hand is uh, Tim. And she hands Tim to you, and she says, I don't know... Um, I figured that we'd be the last ones out of Great Grombopolis. Um, I noticed that I, I noticed a chirpin coming from the church before we went on a lockdown in the Wizard's Tower, and so I figured I'd take care of him uh, for you in case you um, ever came back. And well, here you are, and so. Well, thank you very much. I hope he doesn't get old.
3: Yeah. I'm mean, going to assess him.
0: <laughs> yeah, so no. he, he has this little—he has this little collar on him that has a chip attached to it, and the like the—it's not like a like a chip, like a microchip or anything, but it's like a little like metal piece, and the metal piece seems to have, uh, as you look at it, uh, your Arcana is good enough to know that like this this chip seems to have a spell on it, and it's a temporary spell that is sustaining his youth as a grasshopper. She can't do that on bigger people, but like... How long did we determine that grasshoppers usually live? <laughs> Two weeks. Two weeks. But um, the, the the spell will last for a week. So you guys have got some time. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, this is fantastic. Um, so, if it works on Tim, how does that work if we were trying to go into the Fae? Well,
0: um you'd need you'd need a stronger wizard, of course, to cast something like this. I don't know. Again, there's stories of one, but I don't know if he exists. But uh you'd need a bigger spell and a bigger chip like this metal plate thing. Um and you'd be you'd wear it somewhat as a necklace and it would keep you anchored to whatever moment that you walked into the Feywild so that um whatever topsy-turvy magic goes on in the Feywild, though it would affect you, um, you'd come back at the exact same moment that you left. Useful.
2: Well, I think we might as well go ahead and search that way. Um, do you mind if we leave these children in your care?
0: Oh, um, I'd be happy. Uh, we're uh, we're going to set up a watch anyway to... Um, make sure that no funny business happens outside of Grimbopolis without us knowing and um, we'll make sure that they are uh, lesser restorationed until the cows come home I'm sure they will appreciate that do
2: try to reserve your magic for any threats however
0: of course right
2: well um shall we be off
0: I think so what are you, are you guys ready?
2: Is there anyone else of note besides Dot, like, inside the group? Uh,
0: It's all the wizards. Okay, so there's no
2: uh, like. Okay, I was wondering like
0: big dog though. She's the big dog. I was
2: wondering if like anyone from, yeah, cool. Yeah. So
1: I have one question. Yes. Um, so I'm gonna ask. Um, you you were saying that there was supposedly a wizard who knows about these types of curses, right? Well you saying these types of curses makes me think that maybe you know something at least about this curse, like if it has a name or a history or any anything like that, like what, what makes you think that, that he knows about this type of curse?
0: Right, that is true. Um, I, I think that mainly uh, a, a stronger wizard is what you'd be after, but this type of curses well they don't make it into Grumbopolis, but um, there are stories of uh, demons, fiends who are able to uh, find their way into organisms and bodies and take over, and try and uh, well make a home and kick their host out. And I think that this is this is as close as I can think. I, I I'm not sure, of course. I um I only have known Grumbopolis, but. There was a time before that much worse things happened. Okay.
1: That is a that's a fair amount of information. I'm happy with that. A little more insight for me on kind of what what the people know, you know, about something like this happening. So Yeah.
0: Thank you for your insight, Dot. It's been very helpful and I'm glad that we ran into you. Well, I'm glad I ran into the four four of you and and uh, the three of you, I guess, and and you, new stranger. It's nice to meet you. Yes. Um, uh, what what was your name again? Aramund. Aramund. I was really hoping you'd forget your
3: name.
2: I almost, uh, yeah, I almost called him something else in the night. I almost mixed it up with um, Almondrood or something like that.
0: Yeah. Well, she she thanks you guys for being here and it's like it's um, I didn't have much hope climbing down that ladder but uh, I think we have more of a hope now with the four of you and well us here and I hope that we can uh, strike up in a, uh, an alliance here and um, that it should be benefit- beneficial for both of us if, if
3: you ever need to contact us for help taking care of the rangers
1: do you have a way to do that?
0: Um, as long as you're on the same plane as us I think we could uh manage. Have you seen my friend Aylwin? Oh yes. Uh was she the leader of the the rangers? Or was she the only one left? If that's the Aylwin that you're talking about, they uh they have her imprisoned for the for the murder of the rangers. That's what Amalek told everyone that happened. Hmm. Um he's kind of taken charge. I don't know if um, we haven't seen Oleander in, in, well, months. Sorry. Um, You said that you have access to
2: some spells. Obviously, you are a grand wizard. Um, I was wondering, you have access to a communication spell. Would you mind if I just copied that down? Perhaps it could be useful if we needed to contact you.
0: Of course. Cool. And she...
2: I'll basically
0: She pulls out her, her spell book and flips to the right page and gives it. I'll, to, I'll take
2: the time to like do a not because it takes a long time to right. copy a spell. So I'll just take like simple notes in hopes that I can replicate figure it out it. perhaps at a higher level.
0: Nice. Okay. Yeah. So she helps you with that, takes her book back and is like, Well, I wish you the best of luck. Um and I'll hope to be seeing you again. Likewise. Thank you
1: um before she leaves i'm going to like lean in and grab her on the arm and say um, uh do you know where they're keeping Elwin
0: well um i think they're sh- she's in the uh, crimson guard jail mm. it's different now it's not as um it's not just a visiting hours type of place it's it's it is locked down much like the rest of Grimbopolis. but she is still alive. I do not know why.
3: Mm, okay. Um.
0: And so she, you know, waves goodbye to you guys. And as you're walking away, uh, Tess, roll me a constitution saving throw. 19. Okay. You're the solid roller. Yeah. This yeah. So as, as you're walking away, um, your arm starts to burn. Like on your, where your tattoo is, where you're like, um... Oh where your mark is, it starts to absolutely burn to the point that you almost pass out, but you're able to hold your ground. That's where we're going to end our session. <laughs> Thank you for joining us here at Knocked Prone. If you enjoy our podcast, go ahead and give us a review. And if you can't give us a review on whatever platform you're listening to, go ahead and recommend us to a friend, because it really helps us get out into um, into more people's listening libraries, and that helps us to spread the love of D&D. And, uh, that's all for now. My name is Cade, and I'm joined here by the players to the left. Mason playing here. Brooklyn playing let's see. Danny playing Tess. Caden playing Blink. All right. And we hope you remember that when life knocks you flat on your back, all you got to do is keep rolling, and we hope you have a great rest of your day.